Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to the penny bloom podcast today we conclude our director spotlight for david fincher with his newly released the killer released on netflix november 10th 2023 it was written by uh andrew kevin walker the same gentleman who wrote uh fight club and is based on the graphic novel series by Alexis Noland and Luke Jacquemon. It was directed by David Fincher. I'm Colton Robertson. I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And uh, an interesting one today. You know, we're mm-hmm. rounding out the Fincher spotlight. We did uh, Fight Club and the Social Network in anticipation of this. Uh, quick little spotlight, but one that was well worth our time. Uh, how you feeling mm-hmm. about The Killer? Ooh. You know, so we have a little different feeling for this one. No, no theater release. Um, mm-hmm. Just a, a nice at the comfort of your own home. You know, it's there, there's give and take there. Uh, part of me wanted a theater release, but then also there's part of me that's like, oh, this, this is really nice that I can just pop yeah. it on at home whenever, whenever I want. Um, but this, I. I still have only watched it one time. I have wanted mm. to watch it. Um, again, I haven't, I haven't gotten in a second watch. But even off that first watch, though, I was uh, I was pretty in. Like I'm, uh, I guess the only thing that I think I might have expected differently was how the movie ended. I don't think like I thought it was going to go a completely different direction. Mm. I don't like. I don't necessarily know where. Um, I like. I kind of like the ending that we got. Um, All I right, right, yeah, and I'm cool. a. I'm with you, you know, I, so I have, I have a complicated relationship to this movie in the mm-hmm. fucking four days it's been out. <laughs> so, um, I, when it comes to the director spotlights we've done this year, we've, we've been in, in anticipation of Asteroid City, Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, and Barbie. Mm-hmm. And very, very quickly, all of those were like so easily like there was no doubt how much I enjoyed them. You know, I was like, okay. oh, yeah, I fucking mm-hmm. love this. Um, I watched this once and was like, man, you know, it was well done. It mm-hmm. was well done. Yeah. Um, And okay. it looks fucking it might be my favorite looking movie of the year. This shit was gorgeous to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, But first time around, I don't know what I was expecting. Uh, but I felt like the character work came up very, very short. Um, mm. like I, I didn't know, you know, when we're coming into a movie about an assassin and, and this sort of stuff, like, yeah, I don't expect to like him. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, we're in that mob boss territory. You know, exactly. I don't expect to like movie. him, but I, I almost at least expect 
to think he's cool. Yeah, and to sort of root for him. You know, like you don't not not an ounce of that here. Yeah, like there's there's always this sort of like you obviously know what they're doing is wrong, but for the movie and for the time being, I'm gonna root for them. You know, just right, to, right. You know why not? But like, and you know, like, and you you do root for him, but it's not because of him. Mm-hmm. It's because of it's because of his lady who got 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 and stuff. Like she she got her shit rocked yeah. and. It is. You want simple. him to. It is. You want him to enact revenge for that. Um, it is. It is pretty simple. I mean, he's just. He's on a job. Mm. He's and and I'm assuming like what we're seeing is just his normal routine that he goes through every time. You know, yeah. he's just on the first one. Just waiting. You know, mm-hmm. for the for dude to get there, misses. Apparently, this dude just doesn't miss ever. And I, I don't know. I I, I loved the. Uh, like his his narration, Michael like was was awesome. I I really did enjoy his his narration and like him talking through everything and like got you into the mind of someone who has to like think this way. Mm-hmm. Um, but how how he was like like do I don't know he was doing yoga and all the monologues he'd go on like it's like okay yeah this person is crazy but like it makes sense because like you'd have to be this kind you this oh, is the yeah. person you'd have it's to a be bizarre, it's a bizarre character piece they're doing here it's mm-hmm. it's so f- first watch i'm not feeling it i can see it's well done but i'm not feeling it mm-hmm. but there's this gravity there's this something that it has that i'm like maybe yeah. i just didn't get it you know i'm like maybe now that i know what the movie is i can watch it a second time and like it a lot more and mm. I did. I watched it a second time. I liked it a lot more. I was like, oh, wait, I definitely like this movie. I enjoy what they're choosing to do here. And I even watched it a third time last night after I discovered I'd liked it just to sit back and really, really enjoy it. So mm. that's that's a good sign. You know, that's the give and yeah. take with it, with it being a Netflix release is that I know this movie better than any of the other movies we've done in anticipation, like an anticipatory f- pod for. It's true. Yeah. Because yeah, I've watched always, it three fucking times yeah, before coming into this podcast. The theater and um, it'd be like, well, I think I know what my favorite line is, but we'd have to like really catch it, you know? Right. And right. In this case, it's, it's very easy to scrub through and be like, oh yeah, no, that scene, like that scene was, was very nice. I, I, it is nice to, to have it on demand and to, to be able to go, go back to any part of the movie you want. And, and like, I don't know. I I think we were talking about it with something about something being brutal. Um, something just. Oh, I think it might have been a trailer. I think we were just talking off mic about the. Uh, is it Echo or maybe I think it was like the Echo trailer. Yeah, yeah. And how like brutal it was. And there's this vein of just. this isn't like true crime i guess i guess it is but there's no real mystery it's just kind of like you're hired i don't know uh i don't know like how to categorize like it's kind of this in between of serial killer and true crime Mm -hmm. um that's like itching like i love both of them but it's kind of like combining them at the same time because you're 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 trying to figure out like if there's any like where i thought the ending of the movie was going to go is that there's some other motive as to why like they're trying to kill him like i thought like it wasn't just because he missed or something ah. like that it was maybe there was something else going on and this client had you know i don't know i was i was trying to think of of something well but, yeah you're also coming into a fincher movie we just watched fight club and stuff and yes you and know fight like club. uh 
Yeah. You're, you're, I guess you're that, thinking there's thing. more to this than what yeah. they're showing me. Fight um, Club is what did it. You know, that's for yeah. sure. Like Social Network, that's that's pretty cut and dry. It's it's a, a telling of, of a true story. But, but like Fight Club, after seeing that and knowing a Fincher, a Fincher movie's on the come up, it's like – is my mind is about gonna, to is be, it going to be Fight you know, Club ish? Like, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't. I don't know what I'm getting into, but um, I guess yeah, and that shouldn't hurt the movie, you know, because oh, no, of no, no. another movie that that he's made. But um, I don't know. I thought like it's really weird to get in like the mindset of a person like this, and like all these little details that feel like. You do. You just don't think about these things about like how often this guy has to travel and change mm-hmm. identity. The like six storage units he has that are just stacked full yeah. of like costumes. He had like, and I love how they didn't even like dive into it a whole lot. It was just like he's in his in his little storage unit. They don't show every single thing that's on the shelf. They just see him like open one box, take out mm-hmm. his bag full of like some money, a gun, and a passport, whatever, and yeah. then like. You see a rack full of just different disguises. He grabs a recycle logo, and you're like, "The fuck?" It's extremely funny. Yeah, extremely. And he does utilize the different disguise for that little little bit there. Extremely funny that this man who has all these different identities and all this and all this different shit wears one very noticeable outfit like the whole <laughs> fucking movie. It's uh, true. yeah. But I love his explanation of it too. You know, he's like, "My outfit's inspired by a German tourist." Parisians avoid German tourists more like everybody else around the world avoids street mimes. Yeah. Uh, Smart, you know. This this dude's he's thought about everything. There's there's mm-hmm. there's been everything. Like even that uh the very beginning. Um like the opening sequence I thought was was really cool of The him. first chapter is mm-hmm. like its own little short film and based off that I was like it, this movie had an interesting trajectory where it was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is about to go fucking ham," yeah. you know. It like started, I thought, yeah, it yeah. started. It started really cool, and him, like, just peeking out the window. You're just like, we don't even know what, what, who, or what his target is, or why. You know, we're just like, you see him just in this room. You see him doing mm-hmm. yoga. You see him. Could he really just like? Not get a more comfortable sleeping situation, you know? Is that is that like really the best he got? You know, just a table and I don't even think that was a pillow. I think it was like a backpack that he used. Like yeah, you got to his... come in light, you know. You can't go. You can't walk into a, an abandoned WeWork building and <laughs> hop on up guess, the stairs with a sleeping yeah, bag and a pillow. How long is he chilling here though? For you know, like. It seems it's been a couple days uh, yeah. because, you know, we even have the phone conversation with his lawyer, the yeah. lawyer Hodges, yeah. Um, yeah. who is like, well, if the next 24 hours pass uneventfully, you mm. know, give me a call. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. Like, because obviously he'll know if uh, if it goes eventfully. Um, yeah, right. Like I said, I don't know who who lets him know, though, is the thing. I guess I don't. Hodges is he, he uh he's, I forgot where where he was based out of, but like he's in Paris Gnarlins. right now, right? Yeah. Right, or is he? Is it Paris? Yeah, uh, who uh the killer? Yeah, where? Yes, he's, the killer's in Paris. Hodges is in New Orleans. That's where he's right. based out of. Right. Yeah, it was. But I loved like just the like I think that's where my favorite shot comes out of is that that opening scene and and it's um at nighttime. 
and he's just kind of staring out the window. The camera's very mm. far back into this apart. I don't know, whatever you call it, abandoned apartment. And, and like, the window, like, the window seems so specifically, like, cra- like, I don't know. It feels like he put this window in. Like, yeah, I, right, like right. I don't know. It literally, like, I, I, I almost, like, thought, like, is this dude, like, this... How like I was thinking, how long has he been here? Has he been here for like a month to make it not look suspicious right. that like a dude's living here and making change to a win? I don't know, you know, sort of thing. And I, like it's a Fincher movie. My mind's just kind of I don't know going everywhere. Like I'm trying to notice any little detail um, mm. of everything. But but I think especially at the beginning of a movie on the first wa- like <laughs> on the first watch, I thought for sure there was going to be a twist as well of of some sort, and it's there's not. You know, like it is. It lays exactly what the story is before you the entire way there. There is Mm -hmm. like, you know, there's not a lot of subtext within the writing. There's a lot of subtlety in like the performance of Michael Fassbender, though. Uh, Mm -hmm. It lends his to being like first watch. I did not go with Michael Fassbender as my performance. Um, Really? I did not. Um, I went with. uh, Oh, what was her name? Carrie. Carrie O'Malley. Dolores, ooh, the woman the, who he kills yeah. by breaking her neck and fall tumbling down the stairs. Okay, um, okay, a sleeper. She doesn't. She does incredible and, and much yeah. more openly fraught performance, you know. Mm-hmm. But upon rewatches, uh, the issues I took with the movie the first time around were that I didn't get anything out of the character. That was the killer. I didn't get anything out of that. I didn't. I didn't dig him. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Didn't care about it at all. Um, second time around, it's Michael Fassbender's performance. I'm honing into, and he has several moments that are so small but so perfect. You know, one that stands out even on your first watch that is really good is when he's, you know, he's running away in Paris. You know, mm. we get the zoom ins in his helmet and the the heavy breathing. The <sighs> oh yeah, and the, like he's panicking, and then he gets to the airport. He sees the dog. He goes to the bathroom, and he's like panicking. He's washing his hands, and then you know he's like, "Stay calm, stay calm." And then he looks in the mirror, smiles, and goes, "Hey," you know, yeah. like that that little thing. Yes. Fucking loved oh, that. Love that. Um, I love how every like person he goes up to at like whether it's a store or the airport or like anything and they're like thank you mr blah 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 it's a different name every time like he doesn't say never says a fucking word word. like never dude is so like calculated with everything Mm -hmm. like it it may like you want he wants to give them as the least amount of information as possible you know oh dude that outfit One, one of my favorite ones one of my favorite ones, he's he's transferred his money at the end to the Caribbean accounts and the bankers like uh, we would uh, our our investment bankers would be great to show you our, our, you know, a limited portfolio, show you how to do things. And he was like, interesting and walks away. Yeah. Um, fucking love that. And then she like she just kind of like, OK, you know, like she does a little thing with her head. or just like, OK, fine. You know, uh, it's either like a oops, you know, or like a just whatever, I guess, yeah. you know, like keep your money or you know like yeah what a i don't know it's just kind of like a a quick little jab at the you know just just because i think that that's just hilarious like how all the loopholes and shit that people pull and usually Mm. you think it would just be serial killers and criminals that would do it right no no it's uh it's actually a quite a lot of people 
that uh that do this for sure but no i like that that was nice the uh like every i don't know he was in a lot of like the the airport that was good i forgot about the dog about him like kind of he like like, stares down the dog the dog stares back at him and he like gets out of line fuck that he's like hell no he's like i've done everything i can do you know he's like reassuring Mm -hmm. himself he's like because you can tell like he's probably very calm even after he kills someone usually it's just that this went so you know went wrong Mm. that he's like i like what the like he i'm assuming he knows the the rule or whatever they call it of like you know you miss you you're gonna get you know you're gonna get Someone's going to come after you. You know, you're not the the standards in this business are very are very high. Um, it's pretty interesting. There's a there's this thing I get from this movie on rewatches specifically that indicates to me that he's in denial after he misses. Like Hodges says to him when he goes and visits him in New Orleans, "Why would you go home?" You had to have known what I was going to do. You, why the, why aren't you on the other side of the world doing this, like doing this? And he, like, he goes all the way home. He's surprised to find footsteps there. And he's like, oh shit. Like, it, it seems like the first time it had even occurred to him, like, oh fuck, I shouldn't have come home, wow. you know? Uh, that's kind of true. Yeah. Cause I guess maybe he just goes home. All the time, like maybe that's his just go to. He's never missed. He's a th- yeah. he's, he's bat. He would be batting a thousand if not for the one guy yeah. who dropped dead of a heart attack. Okay, um, and yeah, I guess I was thinking like maybe he thought he was gonna make it there first or whatever. Right, right. That's also true. Get her out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think that kind of makes because it's it's really like he sees the cigarettes there and then he's like, oh shit. He's like. Yeah. He he was chilling like on the way there. He wasn't hurrying home. Nope. Like I think nope. that would make more sense if he was even, like he even waited an extra night. You yeah. know, he he gave up his seat to go oh, home later because he thought he was being tracked. That's right. That one dude. That's mm-hmm. right. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, no, and that, like this is a very very rich rewatchable movie. Like ooh. there are these little things that you start to. Yeah. I mean, like it's not. What is What's up that? with that dude, though, in the plane? He put a sock into the aisle, and, like, they made, you know, like, look at this dude's sock. It's going to come back in the future eventually, you know? Like, it's one of those shots. It's like, yeah. look at this. It's Pay attention to this guy. And I guess he comes back, you know, um, in the airport or something. Like, he sees, I think he sees, or what, is, is it that? Is that what causes him to get off of that plane? Yes. Uh, yeah, well, but, he never actually... Um, he doesn't get off any plane in an unnormal manner. He does. He takes a connecting flight to somewhere else. Ooh, that okay. guy gets off at the same airport. They're waiting for the same flight to Santa Domingo. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know what? I'm not going to risk it. I'm going to give up my seat. And we never see the guy again. That's the last time we see the guy. Wow. Um, yeah, that is true. I so I think it's just, I think like he's paranoid. The thing is, is that there's this, dissonance within him i feel like the killer where he knows what should happen mm. like what's supposed to happen but he okay this like it's Can't he thinks he's smart enough happened. to get around it yeah okay 
But what this movie shows us pretty much through and through is that he is definitely not. Like, the guy is yeah, not not a genius by it, any means. When he has a plan, it goes very well, you know, it seems. This, this guy knows how to plan things out. When things go according to plan, this dude's effortless, you know, almost. It's like... It's like clockwork, but the second the second things are are off book. Yeah, it, it doesn't didn't really seem that he uh like has all the resources necessary. That's for like if anyone hmm. is is going to be capable of I don't know fighting this or whatever you know whatever you want to call it, like it's it's this guy you know like if if I'm being sent to be killed like I don't have six storage units across the U S I don't hmm. have all these all these travel miles where I can just hop on a plane, go wherever right. I want. I don't have or just all this stuff. No. But uh like I was trying okay, so I was trying to remember I felt like there was um another person for some like there was the two people right, there were two people that were sent to his house yes. ideally to kill him, but then yes. his girl got the, in the brute way. The brute and Tilda Swinton, right? And Tilda like, Swinton, yes. So those are the two that were sent to kill her. Yes. And then, okay, that okay, that's right, because he he goes to see the brute first. Yeah. Then is she? She is okay. The expert. She is the next step. The expert. Pretty sick. The expert, and then is it to the client right after her? Yes. Like it's just those three. For yes. Some, so like yeah, she she starts. He starts in Paris. It's a it's a wonderful like video gamey. I love the the title cards. It reminds me a lot more of video game loading screens than it does like an actual mm-hmm. title sequence, which is really yeah. cool. Um, and I think it's meant to invoke this sort of like levels thing. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, where, you know, chapter one, the mission goes awry in Paris. Uh, he heads back to the Dominican Republic. And uh, the Dominican Republic does not go well. He has to go to the hospital where we get some wonderful character moments that show you that this is a guy that you might might be worth caring about it's fascinating Mm -hmm. to see that like he's not he's not a robot you know this Mm -hmm. woman loves him and he cares about this woman yeah you know and we don't we don't see a lot of that but like even when he's like scoping out in paris and he's looking through and he sees like a little kid having fun on the street and he like smiles and like giggles to himself you know like that's it is a it is an interesting giggle there because you know he is looking through a sniper scope the gun isn't assembled yet no it's a scope um, yeah yeah I thought I thought that was I don't know it's kind of a double edged sword there or a, right like, yeah a little bit of like a, the irony of yeah, being like a little ironic yeah it's like yeah you know he's having a you know he's just just people watching but it mm-hmm. is through a sniper scope that he will use to kill someone um and probably yep. has used to kill many certainly before. but yeah but, so we go from Paris to the Dominican Republic where he finds the taxi driver um and then we go from there to New Orleans. Oh, that's right. He had to get the taxi driver to get the names to get yes to get yes. the where they went. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yes, yes, yes. yeah. I guess so. It, he goes it from there to New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. He kills their boss, and uh, Dolores gives him the information he needs. Kills Dolores. Oh my god! Shows the empathy. Makes it look like it makes it look yeah. like an accident. He yeah. can't. She can't just disappear. I was um, really wait. Like I'm like, she asked for it, and then like. He's not even like saying a word, even to her. Like he knows that she's gonna die, but still, she's not even like he's stone cold, not even saying mm-hmm. a word to her. And then I'm like, the whole time in my head, I'm like, just give her something, you know, give her something like 
nice. Like, please make it look that way. I don't know how you're going to do it. And then, like, when it happens, I was like, <gasps> I was like, that'll it do was, it. It was like, I was like, fuck, like, oh my God, she's dead. But then at the same time, it was kind of like a moment of relief of like, mm-hmm. oh, she, oh, her kids will get this life insurance now. Yes. Like, this, it looks this, like this, she this, fell down the stairs yeah. and broke her neck. That's all that looks like. It's such um, a weird feeling, like, to be like, oh, right. Yeah. Ah, this mother of some children. Well, and that that was why I almost went with Carrie O'Malley is because her performance whenever she's in the bathroom after she's downed a bottle of Xanax, um, and she's still panicking, you know, and she's like, uh, I know what you're capable of, how you can make things seem, you know, like, uh, oh man, yeah, it's what Tilda Swinton says later on in the movie that like, uh, last minutes spent knowing their last minutes. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, you know? And like this woman knows once she watches him jam three nails into this dude's lungs. Um, okay. Well, I'm not going to live, you know, he's not going to let me see that he even leaves the door open so she can, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's, I don't know. It, it was, uh, I really like, I, I wish there was more with this, I guess he's just called a lawyer, but like he's like the the contract guy. It seems yeah, 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 yeah. Everything runs the handler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and you know he he was looking at his bookcase and being like, oh, you you must have backups. You know, no way. You keep everything on this laptop, and and that's you know there's there's little fuck yeah, like little details. That's just juvenile. I love. I fucking love. Fucking love the performance by Charles Parnell. Uh, I've grown to love that guy a great deal. He was in Top Gun Maverick. Um, mm-hmm. He's uh, he was in the Mandalorian season three earlier this year. Um, he was one of the Mandalorians they find on the ground. That's um, what. Okay, thank you. The pirate. Um, yes. The the people who were on Mandalore. That's right. Yeah. I, okay. There there it was. But this uh, one, like, I mean, Maverick. He gets a chance to shine in a. Uh, you know, in, in a more like spread out sense, mm-hmm. he's got one fucking scene in this movie, and goddamn, is it good? You know, like uh, yeah. he really yeah. does something with it. But uh, no, I can't be scared. You know, he's the man that that tells all these killers to go like do their thing, and like mm-hmm. he knows what line of work he's in. He probably well, and, knew he was done as well. And fascinating, know. there's that part whenever he arrives in New Orleans, and he's like, ah, New Orleans lovely humid new orleans and he's like uh it's the place where hodges uh where professor hodges told me i should start skirting the law instead of trying to practice it oh so he was in law school learning from hodges when hodges was like yeah i got something else if you want to come with me Whoa. another thing that shows oh. that he's a relative he was a relatively normal guy you know what i'm saying like wow i did not catch that uh, it's not like he was a born and bred killer or anything like he yeah i guess no one i'm trying to think like i know everything that there is to know about killers and hitmen but like i'm assuming it's not like you're bred from birth you know you're put in there from birth and just like mm trained to be a killer no you're you probably are going about your normal life well and that's what's fascinating is that's what most of fictional 
hitmen are like. You know, like maybe you weren't born and bred, but you know, John Wick is an ex-Marine and he was trained mm-hmm. to fight and kill, and then he carried on with that after he got out. You know, like uh, that's that's mm-hmm. the, like so things like that. This guy isn't ex-military. He didn't do any of that shit. He went to law school, and his professor was like, "You want to try something else?" I got the cool kids club. Um, we the, <laughs> when the law doesn't work, um, we got we got another option. And this didn't didn't seem um very law or not lawful, but it didn't seem that they were doing it for the right reasons. Just it, this was purely money. Oh um, yeah, money, yeah. No, money it's not like we only kill bad people. No, like it's if you pay enough to kill somebody, we'll kill somebody. Like that monologue at the beginning where he's like, uh, one point eight people die every second, and four people are born into that very same second. Whatever I do will not change these numbers. You know, like that's the sort of thing you have to tell yourself if this is the line of work you're in. You know, yeah. like uh, especially mm-hmm. when you're not unfeeling, which is the fascinating thing about this guy is that. Him even attempting to justify things like that to himself is a sign that if he didn't, he'd feel really bad about it, you know? Mm. So, like, he yeah. is a psycho. Don't get me wrong. If you do oh, yeah. this, you're a psycho. But he's he's trying, like, it's, it's kind of like what, uh, funny enough, the line that Rashida Jones delivers at the end of The Social Network I feel like applies more to this guy than it does to Mark Zuckerberg. You know what I'm saying? Where he's like, uh, you know, you're, you're just trying really hard to be, you know, you're trying really hard to be an asshole. I wonder if we, if, if like we could have gotten more with him and his girl and like just seen, because I, I'm thinking, I guess I'm, I'm putting a lot of things together here and I'm not saying it out loud, but at the end, um, you know, they're, Wherever they are, I don't know exactly in the world. Somewhere warm. Um, they're they're on the other the Dominican, I believe. Yeah. I think they went it is, back. They, so they are just in the same. Is that his house? Different part. No, I think it's a different part of the Dominican Republic. Okay, um, it felt yeah, it felt felt different. But but like she, you know, flinched right whenever. Like he he's just walking up, like I don't know, carrying some food or something for her, and mm. she has this you know, uh, reactionary flinch, and. And I don't know if we got enough to know whether that was, like, because of the experience she went through, and she's mm. just, you know, very scarred from that, and, I mean, obviously, as anyone would, or if it's, like, um, because of him, you know, like, right. is that, is, is, would she have done that before this, um, you know, the expert and the brute, that's, what a sick-ass character names. Um, True, like, yeah, the killer, the expert, the brute, the lawyer, you know, all that. Like, very, very cool. I love how simple it is. But, uh, you know, I uh, I don't take that to be the case. I, I think that, uh, I think it is because of the experience she went through. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly because I, that scene where he visits the hospital does a lot of heavy lifting in terms of knowing who he is, and I'm trusting it. You know, uh, when her brother is like, I've learned not to pry, you know, like I know she knows that she can't say stuff, but Hey, they came there for you and they were not about to leave a witness, you know? And then whenever she wakes up in bed and he's right there and she's like, you would have been so proud of me. Uh, There's so much I could have said. I was afraid I was going to talk, but I didn't, you would have been so proud. 
like she's she's truly holding it down for him because she cares about him. I think that if he was abusive and he was, you know, I, I guess there's there's an angle there where it could be a little bit she's afraid of what he could do, but I, I don't think that's the case. Um, I think she was genuinely just trying to hold it down for for the man she loves. You know, he's a her brother says like you've always been good to my sister. You know, which is why I, you know, I've learned not to pry. You've always been good to her. She loves you. Like, uh, that's a, that's a crazy, like, I, I was, I, I'm really wondering, like, how much this guy knows, you know, on the, on, on the back end. Like, he says, I'm, I'm not trying to pry. You know, I, I don't, you know, I, I feel like you only say that if, like, you've heard one thing that is like, okay, you know what? It's better if I just don't know. Uh, yeah, you put you put things together, you know. If she says if she says enough times, I can't talk about it, and then someone tries to kill him and puts her in the hospital, you yeah. go, Okay. Um Yeah. He's into something, you know. Man, wow. And like she obviously does like him, you know, and they're oh, like yeah. and like she's she's like, I, I didn't say anything, you know. You would have like, been, so been so proud, you know. So proud. I was strong, and he's like, "You were, you were so strong." You know, like uh, that whole thing. Like, mm. I, and I wish we could have gotten a little more of that, but like, I also don't know where it would have fit in. You know, he's a man on a mission. Once he leaves here, he's like, "Well, I got to go deal with this shit." Like, I'm going yeah. to go find the people who did this, mm-hmm. and that's the driving force of this whole movie. Is that like yeah. he's trying to get revenge for what they did to her? Um, you know, um, yeah, it's just the main motivation. It's like, all right, now I. It's like John Wick and the dog dying. You know, yeah, this was yeah. he doesn't have a dog, he's got a girl. They he's touch this girl. girl. See you later. You know, you've activated Agent Zero or I don't, I don't know. Exactly. You, exactly. He's activated a different different animal inside this guy. But, but yeah, no, I, yeah, I uh not a line. What's that? I just I didn't realize until now that like not a lot of people have character names at all. It is just yeah, Klein, or I guess Claiborne. He does have a last name, and like Dolores. yeah, Claiborne Hodges for the but, lawyer. Um, you know, like it's it's mostly that though. Uh, Dolores so, gets a name, Magdala gets a name, Leo. Mm, um, but anyone um, who's like important to yeah. the to the job doesn't get a name. Um, mm. oh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, my line of the movie is the the thing he keeps reiterating to himself: mm-hmm. stick to your plan anticipate don't improvise trust no one never yield an advantage fight only the battle you're paid to fight and i picked this line because he does not abide by it at all doesn't stick to it ever ever the only thing he ever sticks to is trust no one um that's the only thing that he ever abides by Stick to the plan. The plan, like he's he is doing nothing but improvising. There is no anticipating here. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, yeah. he he is he's just he just keeps being like, okay, well, this is my next step. Then, like, uh, okay, well, then this is what I need to do next. Um, you know, he does nothing but that. It's it's fascinating to see this character at such dissonance from what he's supposed. To. He's not getting paid for any of this. Fight only the battle you're paid to fight. He's not getting paid a single fucking dime for this. You know That's what I'm true. saying? Like, uh, he's just yeah. doing his fucking thing. Uh, and he keeps saying that to himself even throughout the movie. Um, hmm. You know, okay. and he even, he even gets to a point later on where, uh, you know, and there's those other little nuggets that he drops to himself, you know, empathy is poison, mm. uh, you know, and he shows empathy to Dolores, you know, mm-hmm. by cutting her loose and giving her what she wished for and stuff like there's there are a lot of points where he's just uh, 
the person he is is bleeding through from the person he is at work. You know, like, uh, it's, it's funny that this is like, he mm-hmm. treats it as just a fucking job. Yeah. Know? It's just, just something he does. Um, I mean, he seems to be very good at it. You know, this typically, is, yeah. Like, I wonder, I wonder if how many missions this dude has been on, you know, uh, but before this, if I don't think they ever yeah. allude to it. Um, no, no, they don't. The only little bit you get about his, you know, history at work is that he, you know, Ted Williams batted 344 lifetime. I'd be batting a thousand, but I can't take credit for the job that red meat, marital stress, and nicotine did for me. You know, like, uh, wow. Yeah, no, that's that dude. I, his, like, I gave Michael Fassbender the clean sweep. I was like, I was mm. on him, on him right away. I just, cause, it is very monotone and very emotionless, but but there are those little, like that. It's kind of oh. what makes those moments stand out even more. Is like because he's so emotionless that whenever there is the slightest little smile or the slightest something, any facial expression, it's like, dude, you yeah. know, it's 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 something. And it's a portrait and subtlety. The dude is so good at the small things, like uh. Mm-hmm. There, there, are, there are many points whenever you know, like just the, the sheer focus and the, the weariness and the worry that he puts on at a lot of points. It's really fucking good. You know, the most emotional we ever see him is when he visits the hospital and he's like, uh, you know, four. Where's room four? You know, like he's like, oh fuck, like I gotta, I gotta get there. You know, like that's the most he ever gets out yeah. there. Um, but uh yeah i i definitely went with him for performance as well and the key one of the key moments for me that really anchored like him as a character comes from my favorite scene um it's the experts last supper um Ooh. them sitting down at that at that dinner table yeah a uh, fucking fantastic scene you know yeah. and it's 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 crucially important to the ethos of the killer like this is this lays for you flat why he does what he does and how he feels. And it's through a, a wonderful story, you know, mm-hmm. the bear and the hunter. Um, you're not here for the hunt, are you? Um, and whenever she says that and Fassbender genuinely reacts with enjoyment is, is incredibly, and he's, you know, he's like, Oh, that was fucking funny. <laughs> you know, like uh, it's, it's hilarious because he's like, I'm going to kill you here in a couple minutes and you know, I'm going to kill you here in a couple mm-hmm. minutes, but you know, there's this thing that we have where like, it's like, that was, that was good. You know, that was, and I, I just, I, I loved that shit. It's so good. Respect, you know, for mm, the worthy like, adversary yeah, is what I yeah, like to call it. I love usually that. In, in a normal job, you see the people you work with mostly every day. Um, you know, you, you see them all the time. You, you know, they are, but in this profession, probably not good to see anyone else that is in your yeah. profession unless you have a partner you know unless you are the brute and, and uh an expert but even then it seemed that they weren't they weren't partners they got paired up on this oh, job wow. together it was just at least that's how i took it you know like she's whenever she's asking him in that scene and she's like and the muscle the yeah. muscle man down in florida I'm assuming you got him. No loss there. You know, like, she doesn't give a fuck. She's like, well, fuck fucking that guy, you know? And, you know, she says something about how she wouldn't have brought his lady friend into it, and that was all him. 
and she didn't uh, she didn't agree with his methods and stuff like that you know so like i take it that if you're they're going after a hitman typically these people work alone yeah you know like they were like if we're going after one of our own it'd be safer to have numbers you know what i'm saying like uh it is fair a 1v1 you don't really know what's gonna happen you know as is showcased in this movie this is true. Yeah, no, but I, I love the, like, your line coming back, um, like, after they're done, done eating and they're, you know, he's walking her out and he's saying his, like, his trust mantra. Me. Yeah, and then the trust, like, oh, my God, like, how, that scene was, like, oh, my God. It, oh, it yeah, was, it I, was, I had, I had no doubt, man. Like, oh, I, I dabble, I picked a few leading up to it, but as soon as that one came around. It, it was a no-brainer. Mostly because uh, Tilda Swinton's also my favorite character in this movie. Tilda Swinton as the uh, the expert, mostly because of the way she makes, she forces the killer to confront himself. Basically, like mm-hmm. you know, when when you when it's your time, you won't think of your life. You'll think of mine. Yeah, you know, like that shit was hard. But you will, you know, like yeah. you will very vividly remember this conversation and you know and you didn't you have know, to do this yeah, like when you didn't you have died, to come talk to me could have been a slip and fall could have been a hit and run I, could yeah, have been like anything almost was a drive-by if you didn't hear some yeah. sirens you know um but man no that that was i i probably prefer that kind of a killing you know in the movie like the scene it was beautiful it like had emotion like there's there's a lot going on there. a narrative yeah yeah but there's something about the opposite um, of this interaction, the brute, the 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 brute interaction mm. he had. Um, it it kind of a little, you know, had a little bit of fantastic Mr. Fox reference in there. I feel like with this, uh, you know, blueberry and sleeping. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, the, the diphenhydramine. Um, and so you know, he gets gets the the dog to eat it, diva, and, and fall asleep, but. That fight, man. I was I was not expecting this fight, like whatsoever. Mm. I thought I thought he's gonna go in there, kill him somehow, and and you know walk out. But it just kept going, like this fight. Like I'm like, oh my god! And then like when he falls like onto the chair leg and just get, I don't know, I don't know if that went up his leg. I don't really want to think about it. But like, th- brother, like, I have no fucking clue what happened to that man there. But I don't wanna either. After it for a little bit and like still pursuing him, like well, and it looks like he's bleeding from like the taint. Sorry, uh, sorry for the uh, yeah. I, I it's, lo- it's, that's my word. You know, you oh, don't like okay. the word cunt. I don't like taint. That's a weird one for me. I find it um, very comedic. That's like I love. Like it's it's such a funny. Oh, word. it's it's funny, but I, I don't like saying it. I'm mm-hmm. like it just it's such a weird part of the body it's to be good. referencing in it any capacity. Good. But that's um, what happened. I mean, the, it that, is. That is what happened. I mean, if it's not his thigh, I mean, I don't think it's his thigh, you know? I, he He's reaching under his balls and bleeding, like, there, mm-hmm. he's got, like, a giant blood stain across the front of his crotch. That's what happened. Yeah. Uh, what a yeah. fuck, like, what the fuck? Hilariously, like, that's the one thing that I did not anticipate from this movie, is that it is fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, there's, it's... It's the, a weird humor, you know. It's, yeah, it's kind of like a Game sure. of Thrones humor where it's not yeah, very dry. Not, in a vacuum, it wouldn't really work, but in the movie you're watching or in the situation, yeah. it, like it's it's perfect. Um, that one that one was pretty good, but I, I know I liked 
like just the the whole build up to that scene too of him like stalking him out you know they're going to the casino he's sleeping in the car you know if Maybe whatever's on his windshield man. yeah yeah like need that, help that call cool. the police um and and like it's crazy that like you don't suspect like he's just parked there like in his car and like he's no one's gonna like expect that's that's a freaking trained assassin right that you know like this movie got me to think like a little differently is like whenever i go out in public now you know and i just see someone that's really to themselves and not you know very quiet yeah. i'm just gonna be like maybe you know Are you a hitman? is this person like actually insane have they killed many people in their lives i don't know <laughs> i don't know um but yeah it's no, that's a, a, a bizarre to think about how people that you see in passing just have an entire an entire fucking life. Always blows my goddamn mind. Like I was delivering a pizza the other day. This is it's semi related, not not particularly, but it's it's within the same you know bounds. I was delivering that pizza the other day, and it was a, it was a pretty big neighborhood, and. Okay. In the distance, there's a house with its lights on and someone walking past a window. And I, I just glanced. I saw the person in the window and they kept going. This this is like quarter of a mile away. Okay. How fucked up is it that like I've seen that person and they have no idea that I was I saw them? You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, like. Uh, yeah. yeah, like they had no idea. No idea. I just like I saw mm. them in their window, though. You know, like, uh, and I, th and like for like half a second, I was like, that person is living an entire life right now that is completely unrelated to mine. I uh, did always have this fear, a, a random fear. Like, I know it's not going to happen. I know I don't have any hitmen after me. But like, even before this movie, if I were to ever open my window, like in my bedroom, hmm. I swear I always have the thought of like, there could be someone posted up with the sniper a mile away, ready to, looking ready at me right now. You know, like, like it's it's it, it it's possible. You know, hey, I I wouldn't have any clue. That's one happened. of those things where I go, if it's my time, it's my time. You know, if if <laughs> yeah, open the window, just I'm here. You know, I don't know. Like it was there's. It's it's specifically stems. because I don't have any reason to really believe that. You know what I'm saying? Like uh going to happen like it it is not going to happen it is just like i have it's just this thing that's in the back of my mind i guess it's like yeah. well it's like I me I, I check because yeah. of like zodiac another david mm -hmm. fincher movie not because of it but some i check the back of my car every time i get in every time yeah, i get yeah. in i check the back of my car and i've talked about that a couple times but like it's, that's the thing yeah. is that like you know it's a sign you've watched a few too many movies you know <laughs> what i'm saying you know yeah. it's a sign you've watched a few too many movies is all it is you know and uh it's you gotta come from somewhere though that's the thing is that right there's a person that thought about this and even though it's movie time they're putting themselves in the mindset of a trained killer what they would do and like these things make sense you know that's that's always the crazy thing with, with some movies is like the Batman and the Riddler is like, can that really happen? Like, a few explosions could really drown a city? I don't right, know if that's right. really true, but, like, it's kind of insane they put that just in a movie and, like, you know, just put the idea out there. Yeah, um, right. And and kind of, and it's not really the same here because you got to be in that life uh, to be doing what he's doing. But it's like, 
there is some some blueprints that are that are laid out here. You know, there's so much more that you got to do. I love that because he's really just diving into his process for a lot of the movie. You know, mm-hmm. especially that first chapter. You know, he's like, uh, it's amazing mm-hmm. how tiresome it is to do nothing. Yeah. From, uh, oh my God! Him checking, him waking up at the hour or like every hour, and then before it goes off. You yeah. Know, right. Like, He's like on the dot waking up with it, but then it's like that connects back to why I don't think he has a comfortable sleep situation. That's probably true. He does need to make sure he doesn't stay asleep. To yeah. See it. Oh, okay. I, okay. Duh. Hello. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he's, he's just got to wake up at a moment's notice. Uh, yeah. and I like that first chapter. Ooh. As far as a chapter of this movie, you know, there's like six in an epilogue. That first one is by far the best chapter of this movie. It, um, I love whenever he's talking about, you know, whenever, you know, a civilian gets in the way, you know, it's combat veterans call it. Yeah. Combat veterans call it tunnel vision. I happen to call it occupational good fortune. And right when he's like, I love when a narrator, it's like obvious that the narration is what they are thinking in that moment. Yeah. So whenever he gets like cut off in the middle of his narration because someone something interrupts, that's when I think my favorite shot comes in too. Okay. Is uh the there's somebody coming to the door and he he starts lifting his gun and it's got this like focal length thing going on where at first he is in focus and the barrel and muzzle of the gun is blurred out and then it shifts focus towards the tip of the gun and he's blurred out and there's this flare of light at the bottom of the screen. Fucking gorgeous. That's one of the things about this movie that just blows my mind is how in its most mundane moments it is it's fucking gorgeous to look at. Him doing yoga. Like, yeah. They didn't have to, when he like, sticks his hand up and it's the only thing up. in focus. Oh, man. Like, it's incredible. Like, uh, just super simple shots that, and, and, and you were you're right in saying that it, it like it could be the best looking movie of the year, which is kind of crazy. Like, right. I, bef- going into all these projects or all these movies that we're waiting for, I'm like, I'm not thinking this could be the the prettiest one that I'm looking at. You know, I'm I'm either thinking that's going to be Barbie Oppenheimer, freaking yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon. Like, I mean, I'm like, you know, these are these are movies I'm expecting to look good. This I was expecting to have like a good time and be like. I'm just in for the story, but mm-hmm. was never, never it's, like thinking that it was going to look great. This but. is one of those ones where the critical rating will be higher than the enjoyment rating, which is kind of yeah. fucking nuts. That is not yeah. what I anticipated of this movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought for sure I was going to like it a lot. I would come away thinking, yeah, it was fine. No, I think it was expertly well done. Like one, one of the best movies of the year. I just don't have like I mean like I watched it three times so clearly I enjoy watching it but like mm-hmm. compared to some of our other movies we've covered this year I think I would I think I would put it five out of five as far as enjoyment is concerned like I'd watch mm-hmm. the yeah. other four movies we've done and anticipate uh, we've yeah. we've done before this but there's not no regardless, cry you know there's no cry there's no 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 I guess like it's, a few emotional moments you know but never ish. um like it the expert you go in is like it's emotional but it's not, i'm not crying you know oh, I'm not no not by any means it's just like it's again you're more in awe of just how well done it is you know like that's kind of that's kind of the key to this movie man like uh that, that fight scene that, that you picked for your favorite scene that's fucking I mean, magnificent that is one of the best fight scenes 
I've ever seen. You know, I love the way it just keeps going. You know, like it's there wasn't like stupid shit just to throw in there to make the movie cool and have it for the action sequence. It literally just looked like, oh, this dude's just throwing like they're trying to kill each other. Like, I mean, this is like they're just trying to do anything they can to kill each other. And like, I love love there's this moment the the like camera work shifts whenever he's walking through and he's like scoping out the place and he's doing his little you know he's doing little monologue in his head that gets cut off again um and the camera's really still and focused and then the guy comes in and wrecks his shit and it like it violently whips and it starts going all over like fucking awesome such a great little cue to what what's going on you know but uh not like uh, th- there's this. A lot of people are like, oh, it's better. It's better than any John Wick fight I've ever seen. And uh, you know, mm. to each their own. I'll say they're very, very different types of fights. Like the John Wick franchise is directed by Chad Stahelski, a stuntman who is doing his best to show off just how fucking good stuntmen are at everything. You know, like uh, that's so that like it's a bunch of really, really up. elevated stage yeah. fighting and long mm. takes. And, you know, like they're, you're trying to show just how well choreographed you can make something, yeah. you know, and it's really, really fucking good. This is a whole different thing. This, yeah, this is, is a more realistic fight. Mm-hmm. You know, the, these dudes and, you know, there are moments when they're they're on their shit like, oh, yeah, these are hit men who are fighting each other. But most of the time it's them using their surroundings and just fighting for their fucking life. Yeah. Like that part whenever uh, the killer's behind the couch and the brute just like throws his body into it and tries to pin him and he does it twice like when you're in the mo- like whenever the killer's on his back and he just jumps up and lands on him like that's oh some my- shit you just Ooh. gotta do you know like uh yeah oh my god no it was perfect and to put it on on john wick level is is a little it's not very apples to apples i mean that's like no the whole yeah movie. it's it's very different you know, i think have, there are different types of fight scenes yeah, for sure many scenes in john wick that they're doing yeah for that this is one scene that they could pour probably a lot of time in you know this was like right. let's get one great ass action sequence you know all the other action if it's action is him just on the run you know yeah. it's like um it's it's more of just like thriller um suspense building but this this was was probably I mean I'm trying to think if I'm missing any other action sequences. Um if you count the No, the no, this is the only action sequence yeah. in the movie. Everything yeah. else he's in control of the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh and, and with, it might be getting away from him, but nobody's ever on the level that they can do anything about it. The only person who might have that's the other thing that's kind of fucked up about it is that like uh he kills like five people over the course of this movie and only two of them could have done a fucking thing about it. You know what I'm saying? Like a uh, brute or the expert. And we don't really even see what the expert's capable of because he gets mm-hmm. her dead to rights. He's like, I've got you and you can't do anything about it. You know, uh, Dude, but like I- Dolores, Leo Hodges, they're not going to do shit. You know, like they're, they're, they're fucked. You know, yeah. that's uh yeah, they're donezo. They are, are donezo, but no, that, the whenever he's fighting the brute and the fight starts, uh, well, I guess I, I kind of have multiple questions about this fight. One, he gets like double decked, like k- brute punches him twice in the face, and he's like, mm-hmm. like really, dazed, yeah, you know? like. But then, it, was he faking it though? Because like, I it, it was either he was like dazed and like, and then he snapped back into it, and then like was just fighting, or like 
because it felt like there was a moment where where he was like acting like he was fucked up but then like right whenever he came for him he was and then he like went right back like did like a a move or something like tick tick i don't know it felt like he was he was putting on a show a little bit to mm. get him to think he was fucked up and then um got him i don't him. know yeah i kind of take that I, I took anything that happened in this movie as like that adrenaline sort of like spiking mm. you know like he survival kicking in and him being like well i can't i can't get fucked up here like i yeah i mean if I, that's, if I die it's all like it's it's it on me really you know? wasn't like I, looking good for him either no. i mean it was because like it was just pure strength you know and it was just like this dude like he's getting thrown like across the house um yeah. the other question i had was like this dude keep his shower on all night you know or, or it is he did just have a contract to go kill somebody the killer wasn't there they didn't kill him he's probably smart enough to expect like maybe i'll have someone after me i'm in this life anyways whatever um my head cannon after the scene was over was that he was in the shower but he heard um michael fassbender walk in and there's like a window that he climbed out of got dressed in the meantime and then just fucked god just like ran well, back into the house the place that he came from i i that's interesting the way that i read the scene was that he was in the bathroom the whole fucking time oh wait a minute because he goes into the bedroom yeah he passes the bathroom and then he gets like, tackled that's right i was oh like my god. He was Brother, like, okay, he's he, in the yeah, fucking whoever, bathroom. I, I was assuming shower. that he was like oh. checking the, the the surroundings, like he assumed he was in the shower, so he was wanting to make sure that nobody else was in the house. Maybe like that was a that was my yeah. best guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, but wouldn't he know no one else is there? He literally scoped it out the whole. That's yeah, I forgot because in my this head, is I'm one like, of those examples where like in any given situation you cannot give this man too much credit. There are a lot of points where he is bad at his job. Like, he is outwardly yeah. In my head, I was thinking, because that, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, okay, he knows, obviously, someone is in the shower. So, they can't do anything about it. You know, they're naked. They're in the shower. It's like, not much you can do um, when you're there. So, he's like, I'm going to go check the rest of the house, make sure no one else is here. But I didn't even yeah. think that, like, he knows that probably no one else is there. Yeah, I mean, like, the, and I guess someone could have been there all fucking day, you know, never left, and therefore, like, you know, like, it, it's better to be safe than sorry, so, like, I get what, I get the idea of what he did here. Um, do you think he but, was wanting information out of him at all, or do you think he was going there strictly to get the job done? He's like, there's no thought, you know, it's like, I'm coming here to kill this guy, or, like, maybe he was going to go in his bedroom Whenever I don't know up. at this point what inf what more information he could want. That's true. Yeah. Um, true. He already knew Claiborne was the client. Mm -hmm. He knew he everyone's part. Yeah. He yeah. knew everybody. He knew he, yeah. he knew who he was mm -hmm. checking boxes now. You know, like he was like, all right, first stop, might as well get the hardest shit out of the way. You yeah. know, like yeah. So you'd think it would just be kind of like, oh, they're in the shower, easy mode, like. uh Walk right and maybe he was trying to find a place that would like catch him vulnerable, you know, like maybe he went to his bedroom because he knew he would come there after. So find a place here, kill him. Also, uh, it is a movie and we wouldn't have gotten that amazing fight sequence. True. Um, so they did need somehow to get that started. 
But nar- narratively, it makes sense that like there are, there are a lot of points where he's just a little dumb, you know. Um, he not, does he, things that like planned. logically don't yeah. track. Um, he, yeah, don't improvise. He is constantly improvising. Does nothing uh, but improvise. He does every, not anticipate a single fucking thing. Man. There is never there is never a re- like. There's this moment that it's one of my one of my favorite little moments in this movie because it's fucking hilarious. Uh, at the end, whenever Claiborne's always got left on his list and he's done like the key, he's trying to do the key fob duplicator thing. Mm-hmm. And he's stolen the, 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 he's pickpocketed the guy, the janitor. And, you know, he's like, ah, man, brand new. That's the only time I think something went exactly how he wanted it throughout the movie. You know, he's like, he's like, yeah, oh, man, brand new. And he's like, ah, sorry, man. He's like, ah, it's okay. What are you going to do? And then he walks away. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the Hodges stuff went pretty according to plan until he was like, you know, he's like early middle aged, should last six, seven minutes, dies 30 seconds later. Um, and he's like, shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's it, it? Was there something like more there? Or is nope. it just like he's, it's just he's, that he not... he was completely wrong about how fast this would kill this guy? He <laughs> he thought he he got super fucking lucky that Dolores knew shit. Because he wanted Hodges to give him the information. That is what he wanted. He died. He was like, uh, yeah. He's like, fuck. What am I gonna? And so he goes to Dolores, and Dolores knows stuff. So it it, it worked out. But like, when he gets the key, and you know, Claiborne and his trainer, weird conversation they were having. By the way, you know, where Claiborne's talking to the trainer about how like you drive ninety miles to work every day and you complain about it when you get here, but you still come back every fucking day so what the fuck and he's like dude i don't know i'm i'm just working here let's go ahead and get started um okay but uh so he stole that key fob and he goes up to the locker and he like waves it in front of it and it doesn't work It, it stays red and he like there's this small moment of like panic on michael fassbender's face where he's like He's Wait, like, oh god, what do I do? And then he sticks it to oh it, and it unlocks, god. and he's like, you know, You're so uh, right. This is kind of wow. I'm like, it. Re- the movie shows a whole lot of him just actually fucking up. Like, oh, like that's what makes this. Like, that's why the movie didn't resonate with me the first time, is because wow. I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to be getting out of this? The movie's mm. funny. Like that is, I think that is what you were supposed to be getting out of it. Is that like wow. this man is constantly at dissonance with himself mm-hmm. about how good he is and how great he and like maybe previous like there's this interesting thing too where it's almost like he's hit a slump. Like he got the yips. Okay. Because he says he he batted for a thousand, mm-hmm. and then the second he misses nothing goes right again like everything's like everything is downhill from there and it's and it is interesting because like uh, he he's just a he's a cheesy fucking corny assassin guy yeah is this just a secretly funny movie i think it Uh, is man like whenever (laughs) i just can't get over when he waves it he waves the key fob in front of it and it doesn't work and he like pauses and like his eyes go wide and he's like yeah, and then he and then he just sticks it to it, like one hundred percent. Like absolutely, I'm, maybe that's what it was. It's like it just felt so real, like the whole movie. Like it just felt like we were following along with what this guy was gonna do. Like I mm-hmm. don't know, it was 
Wow. And I love I... the choice to include so many uh, uh, real life, like real life adjacent business things and showing how like corporations and late stage capitalism have contributed to this guy being able to do what he does. Mm. You know, uh, he's in an abandoned WeWork office at the beginning of the movie, which was a giant fucking disaster scam a couple years back. I don't know if you ever learned about WeWork. Mm-mm. Um, you were a real estate, a real estate mogul bought up like a ton of offices in a ton of cities, like a ton of office buildings, and then made them like, you know, like if you want to rent out space in this building, rent out space in this building, it it went terribly. That's why it's an abandoned WeWork office, like nothing. Oh wow! So okay. he just bought up a bunch of real estate, and it did it, it didn't pan out the way he wanted it to. But and I think there was some illegal shit that went on there as well. But regardless. Wow. Uh, that, you know, he mentions McDonald's and how it's a perfectly good place to get protein uh, for a euro and stuff like that. You know, he orders the key fob duplicator off of Amazon, mm-hmm. goes to yeah. that random Amazon locker, which you can get shit shipped to. Is that like for real? Yeah, that's I a real it, thing. That's a real I guess thing. it sort of makes sense for people who are traveling. You know, it's like um, you want it to be there at the same time you're there. So you order it to this airport or this place or, the you know, um. There was a of the the taxi driver talks about how they got in the car. They wouldn't take no for an answer. They pulled up. Uh, they pulled up the place they were going to on Google. Hmm. This man's safe house wow. in the middle of the jungle, in the middle of nowhere. Like you can you can find it on Google. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like how these places are so like nothing is hidden in the 21st century. He talks about that, you know, uh, Airbnb. Yeah, you, I used to book a lot through Airbnb, yeah. but they love their nan they love their nanny cams and okay. you know shit like that. Wow, man, this is going to be a crazy rewatch to to like cuz I was thinking the whole time like what a c- calm calculated kind of guy that this has to be obviously some things are going wrong for him right now but it's because he's just in this you know frantic like this Mm. isn't what he was going to be doing um but like the whole time i'm i'm like the coolness of this movie a lot of it is like man this guy's really good at what he does you know sort of thing Mm. but now i'm gonna watch it and be like Wait a minute. Watch it through a lens that he's really bad at what he does. Yeah, yeah, and that's going to be amazing. I can't well, wait. It, for it's, it's a tough dissonance, which is why I don't think it it like registered with me. My first watch is because he talks about how good he is at the beginning. You know, like yeah. he, he would oh, be batting a thousand. He's it. great at it, and he if when he misses, he hits the he hits the woman, yeah. and he goes, yeah. "Fuck!" You know, like yeah. everything's downhill from there for him. Uh, but. There are a lot of moments with this guy that just like he's a he's a little loser, man. Is he? Yeah. Is this is this just trying to show like how pathetic? Like I think it is because there's this moment when uh when he's on the run after he's botched the hit where he goes uh you know anticipate don't improvise w w j w b d what would john wilkes booth do okay this is a funny movie you know what you're you are 100 percent. oh dude whatever and then like if you know any ounce of history 
That is not the assassin you want to take after. He went across the street and got fucking killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... He just went across yeah. the fucking street. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. And to think, at the beginning of the And his movie, hit went successfully. The reason this hit didn't go well is because he's distracted by a girl. Yeah. That's it, you know? Like, he's literally in his head like, no empathy or like uh stick to the plan he's doing his shit but Can't he's get like his heart rate down because this woman's hot as like, fuck like oh fuck he's like i didn't know this was going down you know he's like wait a minute maybe i can wait a little longer for a more that's the thing though he didn't really have a clean shot um until like right before he shot the girl i mean he he did have a clean shot then but like Right until then, he didn't. Like, he was always sitting in a corner. There was a but moment's like, hesitation right after he got that clean shot, and it fucked him. You know, like, that was... Dude, and see, like, boom, like, I don't know. Is that, like, I mean, her body, like, kind of flew, and I guess that makes sense. Like, if you're getting hit, At like... At that distance, boom, like, it like, went it, through like, her back right, yeah, and she spun all the way around and fell backwards. Like, that's, that's what would happen, you know? Like, like in uh, my mind, I'm just thinking the bullet just like jello or like butter you know mm -hmm. but like you're gonna feel you know i There's think some drag there i don't think it's technically the bullet like just the the impact does cause something i think it's literally your muscles are like tensing so hard like mm -hmm. in that moment like that's why like jfk and we're, we're talking well, john wilkes booth now we'll go to a different you know different guy who knows if this guy's if lee harvey is the one um, right, but, right. but JFK, like he gets shot in the back of the, in his back, but he, he like, his body goes backwards. Like he, he fully yeah. tenses back. Um, because your, I guess your, your back muscles are, are a lot, lot stronger than your, your core muscles. And whenever you get shot, apparently just every, everything tenses up, like your whole body. And like, so apparently you just, you naturally just kind of fall back. Um, it's interesting. It's yeah, but this no. this I don't know. I it's the realness of this. I guess that's what I was I was trying to bring attention to was like every every kill, every action. I don't know. It was just very real. Even um the snap, like a snap of the neck, like it was brutal. Like I mean, like that was like it. It like it showed like how hard you gotta like actually like go for it. You know, like that's like and you saw her neck like snap like back and forth like it like yeah. it, it was just like yeah like oh man i was like oh shit um man but that's so interesting like i, I can't wait to watch this again and see it through that lens of it being funny and like this dude being bad at his job um yeah no it's and there's, wow. there's a lot of like uh there's a lot of moments in this movie where i think we're gonna have like a Chekhov's gun situation where like you show it you, you mentioned earlier, like the sock, you, you show it. So it's got to come into play somehow later uh -huh. on. Yeah. Um, like yeah. the, his, uh, windshield protector, you know, like need help, please call the police. The fact that that never comes into play. I thought for sure. I was like, I saw it and I was like, Oh, at some point he's going to have to turn that around. And like that never, that never happens. Nope. But like, it's yeah. fascinating that there are these precautions taken for, for like, but also, how effective would that be? The sign? Yeah. Like, 
No, I mean, yeah, it's not going to do any for him. It's not going to do anything. Um, right. Like, because like if you I see think... that, you go, oh, this person's fucking funny. You know, like, why would you, why would you have that ready? You know what I'm saying? Like, You're you don't think, oh, well, this that. man must be a hitman. You know, like, uh, he must kill people for money. Uh, I wonder maybe, if maybe it entices really... you to check out what's going inside the car. Um, if what does it say it says if or it says need help please call the police really yeah need, just straight up it's not even like if you need help it's just need help it, it's like me. it's a call for like if he is ever in danger in his car he will turn it around and it'll say need help please call the police what situation could he possibly be in where he could ever use that. Yeah, wait, what? I was just thinking, like, oh, this is a cool shot. Like, in the movie, I'm like, oh, this looks cool. Like, it's, it's covering up his windshield. We're seeing, you know, it's, we're, I don't know, it's visually cool. Yeah, I've never put any ounce of thought into it. But, like, it's point, that is pointless. Is that, there's no, okay. No way it's actually meant to, like, cover your windshield, right? Like, maybe he just picked it up, like, off the side. No, it, like, folds up, though. Yeah, like, no, like... it folds up like a windshield thing. It, that, it is, that is what it is. If he's ever in a situation where he has, like, been shot in his car, is he going to be able to put that up? Like, what no. are we doing? What was on the other side? What was on the outside at the time? It was blank. It was It was a normal windshield... Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Okay. You know what? No. This, you, I think this you got it. This guy's dumb as fuck. Dude, you got it. This is, like, yeah. I didn't realize it at all because I was not, like, idolizing him, but kind of, like, uh, like, that's the cool factor out of the movie is, like, yeah. seeing how, like, what he would do if he had the time, you know, and every, I don't know, like, sort of thing. Um, and like that's I the had, thing is that maybe he, it, it kind of indicates to me that he's just kind of been lucky, you know, like he's just always, yeah. And obviously he's well trained, you know, when he, you know, he gets to all these people, but there is, there's a factorial factorial of luck in every single one, you know. The only reason he gets into Hodge's office building is because there's a FedEx guy who's delivering. So he's like, cool, this is my opening. And, you know, that's a good plan. Like, he's like, I, I'll wait as long as I need to. He even opens up the movie that way. He's like, if you if you can't do Idol, this is not the job for you, basically, you know. Uh, so he's waiting for him uh, to get into Claiborne's house. You know, he's like, thank God for Postmates. You know, he's like, that's my way in. Um, the pizza delivery guy. I'm telling you, we yep. could have a we could have a comic run. It could go. It could it go could. crazy. Um, uh, but that's the thing is that like he kind of he lucks into stuff and it kind of puts on display yeah. how forgive me how easy this job could be you know what I'm saying like like uh, yeah it kind of it gives ever, you that idea hardly anybody is ever planning to get a hit taken out on them you know like mm -hmm. if you get to somebody and you're a hitman you can fucking kill them like that's that's your job. Yeah. That's what you do. It's, you know, like it's not that the job itself is that like difficult. It's just like it's difficult. That, 
in the type of person that it takes to do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Just to get there, just to even yeah. be like, yeah, I'll do that is like, you gotta be a different kind of person. You know, it's like, the, and obviously you gotta have, you gotta have a certain degree of skill. Obviously he misses mm-hmm. that first shot, but he had it lined up dead to rights. Like he would have, he would have hit his mark if that woman wasn't standing there. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was going to be a double kill. I thought it was going to like go through her and yep. then still kill him. Um, and that was like his plan all along. And then, I'm, and then they just see the guy like there and I'm like, Oh no. Oh, no. Okay. Nope. Um, nope. okay. The plan. Fuck. But, yeah. No, the, yeah. the whole, like, I don't give up. That was, yeah. That was one of my lines is that's the thing is that my first line that I chose is him being like a badass and him being like, yeah, I am the shit. But then the second line I choose is like a funny line that I mm-hmm. think is more of what the movie's actually about. But the I don't know I I I thought that was hilarious him just just uh my process is purely logistical narrowly focused by design I'm not here to take sides it's not my place to formulate any opinion no one who can afford me needs to waste time winning me to some cause I serve no god or country I fly no flag I am effective it's because of one simple fact I don't give a fuck and yeah so i'm like during that part of the movie i plop that in there i'm like oh fuck yeah let's go like i'm i'm like rooting for you you're badass you know i'm like i don't I'm like rooting for you in air quotes but then the line that i'm actually gonna go with um is uh there are more than fifty thousand storage facilities in the u.s <laughs> i have i have units in six i'd like to imagine once the automatic payments have dried up the episode of Storage Wars where they cut the lock off mine and get a look inside, um, and I think that's where it ends. Uh, the quote, yeah. I, that, that, no, that's dude, just that's, uh, but that was, I don't I, know. That, that I was, line got me. There are a few jokes in this movie that really do get me. You know, yeah. Um, I was literally thinking the same thing. I was like, oh my god! Like before he said it, I was like, oh my god! That episode of Storage Wars would go hard. That would like that'd be insane. Like mm-hmm. you would. There's no other occupation that that person could have than a hitman like you you open that storage crate and you look around for 10 minutes and you're like holy shit this this person killed people for money yes like there are bags with guns passports money costumes who who knows what else was on those shelves you know like i don't know but uh would probably be worth quite a lot of money Mm. um I think well, and whoever got the storage unit would be pretty pleased. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. You know, there's a I enjoy the you know, there's a line that the lawyer says to him where he's like you you know, you have more money than you could possibly know what to do with. Why don't you go spend it, you know? Um it's funny to watch him he just kind of throws money at people throughout the movie. He just kind of gives money away. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever really questions it. There's one moment at the beginning of the movie, whenever he's in the hospital, where he tries to pay a doctor. Um, mm-hmm. And I believe it's a it's it's supposed to be a gratuity. Like, he's just trying to tip. Like, he's like, you've done a good job. Thank you very much. And she just kind of lo- And at first, you kind of... On first watch, this moment hit me with, like, a little bit of a, like, that's odd. That's weird. Like, I, I know I know why she doesn't take the money. It's because she's a doctor, and that's not what they do. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but I thought it was like a little bit of a, you know, like I wasn't here, hold on to this, you know, like 
you know, like a, a little bit of a more secrecy hitman thing, especially on first watch. Again, second watch, third watch, he's stupid. He thinks that he this should tip hospital staff. Yeah, um, and like while well, like sure they deserve they deserve more money, they don't accept tips, brother. That's not something they do at hospitals. And frankly, yeah. it's not something they should do at hospitals, you know? Like they, they they should be getting paid enough to do the thing that they're doing and it shouldn't be because, you know, like shouldn't yeah. be because of money that they're doing that. Wow. Uh, frankly, no, dude uh, is, he's actually just dumb. Like he's he, wow. This is like I just in the back of my head I'm just thinking like oh it's just not going his way cuz he fucked up you know like it's it's like this obviously isn't planned and I'm like trying to defend him for some you know be like oh no he's he's but he's like that though like No yeah and, and that's the thing is that like I think that he's clearly not, like stupid is an oversell I think Yeah it's not you know, like he, he's clearly he's he's clearly intelligent enough to get by you know mm-hmm. like uh He's been successful in this line of work. He even ends up meet, getting all the way to the goal. You know, he gets all the way to where he wants to be. It's not pretty, but he gets there. Um, mm. Yeah. He just kind of stumbles there, though. Like, it, it is it is pretty dumb uh, at most turns. But, uh, wow. I mean, I, I, have a, I have a wonderful time with this movie. Um, after my first watch, I've watched six David Fincher films. After my first watch, it was six out of six. Uh, Gone Girl, Fight Club, uh, The Social Network, Zodiac, Seven, This. I, I desperately need to rewatch Seven, by the way. Haven't watched it since our 52-year journey through film episode. I'm sure it would shoot up the list if I watched it again. But um, So after first watch, six. After second watch, second. Jumped from six wow. to two. Wow! Uh, Wait, what? I like it more than Fight Club and Social Network. Whoa! Uh, more than Fight Club. Wow! I don't know. I don't know if I could say that yet. Gotcha. That's. I don't. I don't know if I'm. If I'm there. Seven is close. I like seven, and I've always liked seven. Right. I think I. I probably still have it above. I. I have seven up there. The social network. I'm definitely going back to the killer first to watch, like again. Like I I have much more of a desire to watch the killer again than the social network. I would say the social network's probably a better movie. I think it's better it written. Yeah. Um yeah. I I firmly believe this of, of the six Fincher movies I have watched, this is his best looking. Um the and the killer. fact that is. Yeah, if Social Network got nommed for cinematography, I'll be remiss if Eric Messerschmidt doesn't get a nom for mm. this. I mean, this is a fucking beautiful movie to look at. I think, yeah, I think I'm trying to think of, and then Zodiac. Okay, I, I, I'm comfortably putting the killer above Zodiac. I think I, I am too. Um, yeah. I think I've only seen those. I've seen Fight Club. I've seen Seven, The Social Network, Zodiac. I think that's it. I haven't seen Gone Girl yet. Peak. Um, Still my one venture. I do, Can't. I do need to see that. I need to see that. Um, but I think I, I think I have the killer number three. I don't think I can put it above Fight Club or Seven. Um, All right. So that's three right of five. Now. Yes. 
three of five. I like that. Right, right in the middle. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, after my first watch, you're in a better place than I was after my first watch. Like, after mm-hmm. my first watch, I was like, don't get it. Not a huge fan. Fix. Um, I thought it was exceptionally well done. I thought, like, there was never a part of me that was like, oh, this is bad. You know, like, it's, it's a good movie, no matter, I don't think, I don't know how you could possibly think it isn't, but, uh, hmm. I yeah. just didn't connect with it, but the w- once you start to hone in on it as a little bit more of a funny guy Dude. fumbling his way through yeah. shit, I can't um, wait to watch it again now. Like uh, with that lens, that's going to be an- incredible because there's so much intentionally there that like you're like you're so right, like it's correct. Like it does just take a couple watches of the movie to get there. Like I think. Yeah. Well, um, and you know there was a great review of this movie by Guillermo del Toro. He okay. tweeted something uh, about it that just really, you know, it, it played to our our perspective that we throw out every once in a while that there's a difference between like movie and film, you know, like uh, there's a, there's an elevation there, and he gets into a lot of like really, you're a fucking filmmaker, you 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 know film shit. So I'll read it for you, but. It's only one tweet. The Killer is a beautiful Bronson movie if penned by Sartre and filmed by Melville with the briskness of a seagull. Don't know what any of that means. Uh, would like to. We'll learn eventually. Not there yet. But uh, he. this is when it starts getting universally understandable. Uh, <laughs> I simply love, love, love when Fincher swings with a mean genre beat. Nimble and clockwork precise and fun. The breeziest film I have seen in a long time. It's great when you can see a film and a movie at the same time. Hmm. I was like, that's a pretty good way to put it. It's a, it's great when you can see a film and a movie at the same time. I was like, okay, that's I like that. Good. And he was uh, nimble, clockwork, precise, and fun. Spot on as well. Like, there's so much intention behind this movie that it's just, it's palpable. Like, it, it feels so precise at every Two turn. hours? Boom. Like, I mean, it, it, okay. it, it flew pretty like it it was pretty quick um which yeah i mean this that's that's i don't know i've never thought about like um a film and a movie at the same time that's that's really good because i mean that that's what like i don't know we're going to talk about it later today so that's why it's on my mind but like the dark knight like a movie mm-hmm. like even like comic book movies that step above the, the the reason they do or the reason they're talked about like that is because it is also like a film at the same yeah. time like there's there is this this thing this uh and it's so it's it, i love that it's you know when it's there like it's it's hmm. just this innate like you can you can almost tell off the very beginning of the movie just like how it looks and how things are being carried out you're like oh this is like I'm getting that film, yeah, vibe or or whatever you want to call it, and this like it did look so good the whole time, like it was impressively beautiful, and like you, I like you said, like Fincher's a, a piss yellow kind of guy, yeah, yeah. Usually a lot of there that. were there were there was some yellow, but then like uh, a few like blues, yeah, um, that teal well. blue green thing he's got going was, on, yeah. I don't, it was. Just everything. It's it. It seemed that it was shot with intent, um, and and they they really thought about it. And even all the action 
was shot very like um I don't know it just everything was was so meticulous but at the same time so improvised and like now mm-hmm. like I'm so torn right now because my viewing experience does not match what you're saying at all but you're so like it's yeah, so it's making sense it to the point where you will you will see it on my next yeah no yes. like that's the thing is that like it, it it was so fascinating to have a movie that was so magnetic that like like i said i watched it a second time if it you, like if i hadn't enjoyed it to some degree i wouldn't have done that you know what i'm saying like there was yeah. there was plenty there that was plenty likable you know like i said most of my enjoyment the first viewing came from how well done it was and i was like well it's it's absurdly well done there's got to there's got to be something i'm missing because i a lot of the critics i trust a lot of the people i listen to uh and you know they when they watched it in its limited film uh, in its limited theatrical release or stuff in the weeks leading up nothing around our area would have done unspeakable things to see this on a big screen because it is fucking gorgeous mm-hmm. um yeah but there were there were a lot of people saying it's one of my favorites of the year it's uh it's it's one of my favorite finchers and i just did not get that after the first time so i was like there must be something i'm missing um and i felt i felt like i found it after after the yeah. second and third viewing i i feel wow. much much happier with this movie than i did uh than i did before um hmm. found its way into my top 10 2023 movies whereas uh initially i had it around 20 so took a leap after that second viewing i think and we we were talking off mic that out of all of the director spotlights that we have done um that this is probably number or at at the bottom of the enjoyment wise yeah um and and i think i don't know now now that i have this rewatch maybe but i still i don't know it's gonna be it's really hard to beat the movies that we've gotten um overall with with the director spotlights we've done um it's just gonna be tough to beat them like overall oh um, yeah no like because the thing is like i said the four that we've done prior were no-brainers you watched it the first time and you went oh i fucking loved that you know like oh that was so fucking good it was so it was so thoroughly emotionally riveting that's the other thing too is that this is far and away the least emotionally riveting movie we've gotten so far um yeah yeah it's it's fun you know and it's it's a good time um and it it does make you think a little bit i like that it it begins sort of in this classic andrew kevin walker david fincher nihilist thing you know like it's uh it it starts as like a you know like i said one one point eight persons die every second four are born into it nothing i do can change those numbers yep. like nothing matters it is what it is um and by the end you know he he he's like uh do everything you can to be one of the few because the few have always had control over the many and then at the end whenever he's like uh mm-hmm. maybe you're like me one of the many and he does the little eye twitch thing that's like that's not okay with him but he's got to deal with it you know uh that's like i was trying to think if his girlfriend is actually like into him or because she kind of seems a little bit nutty as well 
you know. You would have been so I mean, so to proud be completely okay. The, yeah, like, like, you should have seen me back there. Like, I don't know. It, it feels that, like, I don't know. To be know. completely okay with the life he's leading. She was either, like, someone that was supposed to die that he couldn't kill and then just stuck with him. Mm. And, like, it's, like, Stockholm Syndrome. Um, or, like... I, or she's, like, obsessed with the idea that he's, like, a killer. And, like, I don't know. Like, I, I can I, see, I, I can I see either. I think that, that. No, no matter what, yeah, you're right. She's got to be She's got to be a little nutty to be okay with the line of work he's in. But um, they, I don't think they put in that, like, flinch at the end. I didn't even they, see that. Three watches, I never saw it. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure it's there. I, I mean, I believe you. It just never, it never stuck out to me. Um, yeah. I mean, it... I the same thing with the sock in the aisle you pointed out. Never saw that either. Yeah, because, like, it was really making me think, is this, like, is this reactionary from him? Like, is he abusive, you know, um, sort of thing? Like, is, is she flinching? Like, is that, is that her her go-to, or is it because of, I mean, what happened? Yeah, I mean, I actually, this might be the same safe house. That's what I was I'm trying sure. to figure out because everyone's dead. You know, he's yeah, so killed. It really matter. He's killed everyone that's coming after him, and the peop- and the guy who knows everything too. Yeah. So like, I loved when the expert was like, uh, "Did you kill Hodges? Did he go horribly? Please tell me he did." You know, like they they fucking hate that guy. Um, he's just in it for he, that dude's making bank though. He got insurance. Oh, he got insurance. Back. Yeah, like, uh, oh, yeah, $150,000 or whatever for for insurance, and it's just to whack the kill, the guy who, like, that's their rule anyway. Like, apparently it's what they were going to do. It's the industry standard to to kill someone who misses. But, hey, pay me an extra $150,000 to do it anyways. Um, I thought that was that was great. But I'm, I'm watching it now. I'm pretty sure, yeah, he's carrying the little... little Coffee. Coffee and, and fruit, or whatever, and he walks in the twist. middle of the chairs. Yeah, and she's she's like, she's looking like kind of away, and he's just kind of standing there, like over her, and she realizes that he's behind or that he's behind her, and she like has this like, oh shit. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Like, yeah, uh, no, I I I guess I would just take that to be reactionary to the fact that. She got, yeah, ambushed, you know, recently. Yeah, probably didn't see I mean, that coming. I mean that that could have been what she was doing. Like in the meantime, you know, if this yeah, is right. their, maybe that's their spot, you know. And she was just chilling there, and that's how the brute did. I mean, because she and like it does focus on her face a little bit too. She looks over at him and then just kind of rolls back yeah, over. I'm, like I'm looking at it now. It, oh yeah. Know. She does do a little bit of a jump. I, yeah, I'm going, she just didn't, it just, it just snuck up on her a little bit. Um, cause I kind of, there's this interesting thing they do with the score here. The score is also phenomenal, by the way, mm. uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, brilliant duo. They've had one hell of a 2023, and they are really good with David Fincher, as they also did the social network. Um, but when he's, like, on the run at the beginning of the movie, and there's, like, this really contemplative, 
almost like serenity sounding music playing that's really mm. peaceful and laid back it's mm. it's odd cuz it does you wouldn't think it matches the tone of the movie but it it kind of reframes it or the, the tone of the scene it kind of reframes it as like a almost a crisis of faith kind of like mm. shit's just okay. changed completely for him because yeah. of how he fucked this up there's this okay. it's just this weird synthy slow building sound and they kind of return to it in that last in those last moments yeah. where it's like life's different you know they're they're safe they're cool um is he is he cool with where he is though you know is he yeah actually... no, the little flinch there the i mean the little twitch there at the end the... he's not that's not what he's about you know i think after you yeah. kill a couple people yeah, um, once once forever, this is the line of work you get into, you're forever wired differently. Yeah. Um. After after that moment, but no, I think I think I don't know. I think there's a little more going on. That's why I wanted more with the girl to see if mm. there was something more going on there. Whether you know if she's just crazy about it, if she's a little crazy herself, if she's happened to yeah. No, that's interesting. I I uh her. I kind of took. Well, I guess the brother is cool. Well, I guess if she was supposed to die or something, and I don't know, um, I don't know. I guess we'll never, you know. It's not like they're gonna be like the killer prequel. Um, yeah, the killer too. Um, I can't I imagine this gets IP'd. I mean, yeah. it's a great, it's a great yeah. solo movie. Yeah. And no. like, I shouldn't well, say I can't imagine it gets IP'd. I can absolutely imagine Netflix IPing it. Um, I don't think but, it should. Yeah, I don't think it should either. I think this is a great, great one and done movie. Um, and I had a fantastic time with it, man. I thought that there was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, especially especially on the second and third viewings. I just thought there was a lot to like here. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Those will be fun. I can't wait to to like, oh, it's going to be so funny now. Like I, I, when during those moments, I'm not laughing. I, I guess I like maybe like internally laughed or like. Had a little chuckle, but like that gym locker, like that's actually like that is so intentional. Like, there's no way that's just an accident. I think it's funny after he kills the brute and Diva chases him. The 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 pit bull chases him out out of the fucking house, and he's. I I also love that there's like a line he could like. He can't. He's got guns. He's got bullets in this gun. He could shoot this dog, but he won't shoot that dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh. so perfect he shuts the gate it dude that's it's funny oh my god this movie's like actually funny then he lights a molotov cocktail and burns down the guy's fucking house kobe like yep kobe fucking money dude oh man what a toss um but wow okay i can't wait because i was thinking of this guy as like one of the top dogs in the game you know it's like nobody fucks with this guy um, he's he's one of the best to do it, but like right. he is, he's just fumbling through the situation. Like he's just go, you know. It's just constant improv, like oh, constant in- improvisation. And obviously, like it's not like everything goes disastrously. Like there are a lot of things that do work out for him, and I'd say the whole fucking movie works out for him. That like a uh, that culmination mm-hmm. up to where he's face to face with Claiborne. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about the fact that he? doesn't kill this guy 
was kind of one of the guys I was really just hoping to die. Um, if there is any single person you would think, uh, it's but, fascinating though that yeah, this guy technically is the least involved in it. You know, in his in in the carrying out of the tying up loose ends stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like they were like, "Hey, we can go ahead and." He's the guy that ordered the original hit on the dude in Paris. Yes. Yeah. So that was like technically the killer's employer, like his boss. Like so. Yeah. Yeah, maybe okay. Well that's the thing, is that like uh He gave on paper the job. it's like I I, I, I would have been fine with him killing this guy, but I like the the place that the character reaches in that mm-hmm. moment. We get a nice little shot there too mm-hmm. where uh Claiborne's on the left side of the screen on one side of the table, the killer's on the right side of it, and you see the city in the background and it it's it looks exactly like the shot from the end of Fight Club, uh, like uh you've you've met me at a very strange time in my life, um no and since it's Fincher I have the idea in my head that it's absolutely intentional it's it's after he's standing in the corner he approaches and they're standing across across from each other I believe he walks into frame that way, um but uh. It, it's a strange time. It's a strange time to have met him in his life. You know, he's officially fucked up. Uh, he's, he's, you know, burning bridges. He's out of this shit. Um, Sorry, I just I, watched the gym locker. I was scrubbing through and it perfectly <laughs> went to the gym. And The little pause. Like the little up, like. Literally looks around. He's like, oh, like he literally turns around and looks to see if anyone saw that happen too. Yeah. Oh my god that's incredible no yeah like uh, it's 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 funny man michael fassbender is really like i said like just a an art uh, and subtlety in this one like he is so fucking good in these little fucking moments and it and it goes through wonderfully i like the way they leave it here where you know when he's like so you're telling me i break into your house in the middle of the night with a silenced pistol and you have no idea why I might be here. You know, he's like, I'm, I plan to kill you, dude. Uh, but this, yeah. this obliviousness almost makes him feel bad. There's something yeah. about everybody yeah. like kind of knowing what they're getting into and what's happening. You know, like even Leo, the taxi driver to a degree is like, like, I know he, he's trying to make ploys. He's like, I can, you know, I can leave the keys in the car. I can leave and we can just forget about this whole thing, man. Like he knows that like he's about mm-hmm. to die, you know? And yeah. so this dude's like obliviousness, this idea that he's like, I, I don't have any yeah. idea why you're here. Like I yeah. have. That's it. I think, I think it's to show the, the disconnect that this dude mm-hmm. had. He's a billionaire or millionaire, whatever. And he ordered the hit on somebody. It's just cash to him. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's nothing. Um, but then he also thing. leaves it in a way that's like, this dude will be fearful to do anything the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make me come back. If I do what, like 
Something about an elevator. Radioactive shaft. speck on the lip of your favorite coffee mug. Painful death. Painful slow death by facial necrosis. You know that that could that could be, or you could take an unfortunate step into your elevator shaft. Um, I promise I'll find something fitting. And saying it like that, it, it abandons the like if I have to come back a little bit. You know, he says, "I promise I'll find something fitting." Like. I will do this and oh. he won't, he'll never, he'll never do it. But this dude will never move the same again. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. For, for the rest of this dude's life, he will always be thinking, what oh, if yeah. that guy is finally coming back? You know, it's like, um, the, it's like the fight club thing where it's like, what do you want to be? You know, when Tyler's just mm-hmm. putting that gunpoint, that guy that worked at the gas station, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. That that dude will have the best breakfast of his life tomorrow morning. Um, sort of, you know, everything's sort of, airtight until the billionaire wants Tinsuke watermelon. One of my that was one of my favorite lines. Whenever he he's breaking into Claiborne's, and then we get one of my favorite shots in the movie when he's walking up like the the parking ramp, the like circular mm-hmm. thing, and he's he's steady in the middle, but the camera is following him, so like yeah. everything's turning around him, and you know, like uh, it, the thoughts are racing and. It's just a wonderful, wonderful little moment. Like, uh, I, I come away from this movie uh, much more impressed than uh, mm. I was after my first viewing. And after this conversation, yeah. I like it even more than I did um, after my third viewing. So yeah, yeah. I'm sitting in a really good place coming into the ratings. Do we have anything else we want to talk about prior to that? I don't think so. I think I think we've we've hit it all, I believe. Um, we've got every death, even even poor old Leo, the taxi poor driver. Poor Leo, poor guy. You know, I blame Leo for having to bring work home. You know, like uh, that mm-hmm. whole thing. That was rough. That was rough. Yeah, damn. Um, but okay, I think we've hit it. Yeah, this is gonna be. Yeah, this is gonna be interesting because I do think the critically is comfortably over enjoyment. But I don't. Where do I stand? What's the closest movie? to this comparatively for me it is fight club uh like i have it above fight club in my um fincher ranking but it's not like there's not a gap there you know like it's on any given day two and three could kind of switch is kind of how i'm going about it um so personally i've got this at an eight seven five or nine enjoyment wise I feel very, very good about it, um, and it's hard to, you know, I, I always feel funny about putting my enjoyment into a number, but, you know, it's a podcast. We're going to do what we're going to do. Um, I feel I feel pretty good about that, close close to a nine, somewhere around there. Um, I definitely like it more than the social network. I have no doubt about that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's an 825. Yeah, no, it's – I think um, I'm in the same range. I think I like the – Hmm. Like going up the list, we have Shutter Island at an eight five, Casino eight seven five, After Hours eight seven five. Um, I think it's an eight seven five. I can I, I can get if, with. That. I don't know if I can put it on the same level as Fight Club. There's and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. It's just a different movie. Fight Club. It's the twist and like mm-hmm. in the whole, the whole thing that Fight Club is. It's there's a lot more going on there. Um, right this is just kind of 
very cut and dry. And not to say that that's that's a bad thing. I just I I enjoy more a movie oh. like that. Yeah, um, I, I I can't knock you there. That's why I left it open. I was like, I know that I'm comfortably like I like this more than Fight Club, but I would I. I would not feel comfortable stating that for the podcast, you know, mostly because like on any given day that could probably change. I, I know that I, I like watching fight club a whole lot. So that's, it is what it is. If, if an eight, seven, five is the way we want to go, that's the way we want to go. And I'm happy with it. Um, and that Very makes good. it, uh, makes it second in enjoyment along amongst these movies with fight club at a nine killer at eight, seven, five social network at eight, two, five. Um, and critically I do, think this is better than fight club um yeah the social network is where i start to have a tough time i don't know if it's quite as good as the social network um i don't think it's quite as well written i think it's every bit as well shot if not better shot um i think the score in the social network is better i think the editing in the social network is better um Mm -hmm. So it's it. I, I don't think sound, I can put it on the same level. Um, sound moment. You talk about the score, but like the dude, sound the sound is fucking gnarly. Like, I love the sound design in this movie. The you saw him like it was quiet when he's walking down the stairs, but then right when he opens the door to go into the street, you just hear all the voices like go yeah. right away. It does it again with the breathing and the helmet, and then like mm. him opening the door, but then you I don't know like. The music in his ears, like I love whenever you hear the music, it's like what he's seeing. Yep. You know what I'm like, saying? Like, it's, like yeah. it's his focusing tool. I like music. It helps me, or it Smith, helps me baby. not wonder. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess if you if you listen to the Smiths now, it's kind of weird. I don't know if if you didn't listen to them before. Well, it's a movie, you know. Just right. expand your horizons. I don't know. I didn't listen to them, but I felt a little weird. Being like, oh, maybe I should check them out. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. No, I get you. Know. They got good music, man. They got good music. Um, one of my favorite things is like, uh, what's what's the weird, one of the funniest things on Twitter was like, what's the weirdest possible artist that the killer could have been obsessed with? Um, <laughs> Ooh, this is a good, okay. Probably like someone super unsuspecting. Like if he was yeah. a Swifty or, you know, like. Um, someone said Carly Rae Jepsen. You know, hey, I just met you. Yeah, and this is crazy. You know, like that whole fucking thing. Wow, that'd be great, Kesha. Um, Kesha, yeah, just some fitting. some pop artist or shit. Yeah. I think it'd be funny even if he was like XXX Tentacion. You know, like <laughs> he's, yeah. he's, he's Blair. Ooh, I'm someone else waiting to let go. You decide if you're ever you gonna think? let me yeah. know. You know, going to bed, just in the corner, just like X is on. He's just yeah. like. Just like crying, you know, like he's got that, he's got the whole shit going in his ears. No, uh, wow, (laughs) no, I, but overall, I I do land again, probably at about a nine. I think this is a, it's a damn well done movie, you know. I don't, I think the social network has a lot up on it, um, in terms of performances, in terms of, uh, score in terms of writing and editing um but this is just how much the way this movie looks uh carries stuff for me because like like i said the social network might be better in those regards but it's still damn good in all those regards you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um yeah i like i like this it is not quite to the enjoyment that fight club is but 
definitely better made than Fight Club in that it brings the overall. It's an eight nine two, and Fight Club is an eight six seven. Um, I no, do yeah, like the that. weight even, on the critical for sure. Even even though I would go back to Fight Club, I think, um, like overall, just for 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 everything, I I I do definitely think the killer is is better made. Fincher is, you know, he's gotten better um, mm-hmm. as as time has has gone on. That's for sure. Um, and this this was was no exception. But uh, yeah. oh, it, it ties it with a social network. Yeah, it makes um, it makes well. it our third eight nine two, tying it with Barbie, uh, the social network, and yeah. now the killer. Um, hmm. And it's funny, none of them have the same ratings in any capacity. All of them are different. So yeah, uh, yeah. and all of them. I, are I like I like that we've put a weight on critical. I think it affects our stuff in a, in an interesting way and makes it uh, mm-hmm. makes it make a little more sense to me. Um, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Barbie having a nine seven five enjoyment, eight five critical rating. <laughs> Social network, eight two five enjoyment, nine two five critical rating, mm-hmm. and the killer having an eight seven five enjoyment, nine critical rating. So a full point below it. Uh or yeah, full point below it in enjoyment. Uh, Social network mm-hmm. a point and a half below it. But they yeah. all come come to the same rating in the end. Movies are nice. But when you can get a film at the same time, it's almost doubly as important and effective. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This has a 7 out of 10 on IMDb right now. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see let's what see. Um, the audience is thinking on, on the good old rotten tomato meter. Okay. Eight. Whoa. Oh, I guess that makes sense. I was like, wow, the audience isn't liking it as much as the critics are. Uh, but that's exactly yeah. what we just got done talking about. Eighty six percent critically, mm. but a sixty three percent. Only five hundred. No, and I don't like. Though not too. Many, there's but. a large swath of people who are finding this movie uh, boring. Mm. Uh, you know, but that's just living amongst the normies, I guess. Um, oh yeah, living kinda, amongst the normies. Even though the story is uh, not that complex, it still just kind of holds you the whole time. No, like, it does. It does for me anyway. You know, like uh, I just, I I watched it with Emily last night, and she really toughed it out. She was not a uh, she. She's mm-hmm. not a huge fan. Not a huge fan of this movie, mostly because uh, she. <laughs> I mean, for twenty five, the first twenty five minutes, it's nothing but narration and this guy walking around. Um, true, and like that can't like if if you're not in it for a good movie, you're in it for a fun movie. That will that will that could rub you the wrong way, and I can see that. It's an interesting thought. I wonder how much having a podcast to do and to talk about a movie weighs because, like Emily, she doesn't have she's not going to come no. on here. Just watching a movie, an hour and a half or two hours about the movie. Yeah, you should just watch the movie. I wonder. I don't think that changes it a whole lot for me. I think that's just kind of that's how I would like to view a movie. Like if mm. I can watch a movie and then talk about it for two hours, I mean that's perfect. Yeah, that's an I, ideal situation for me. Gotta, you know, that's got to be pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's why I love. That's why I love this fucking podcast, man. That's why I love talking to you about movies because like there's literally nobody else in my life who watches the same movies as I do. That's true, and the only and like mm-hmm. Emily does every once in a while because I've I've like 
cornered her basically you know i'm like we're gonna watch yeah. this movie tonight uh yeah yeah it, it is it is a lot of convincing other people like i am the movie recommender i am yeah, um, too you know like oh you guys you haven't seen this you have you i've will, also like, reached I a point now like where... i know what they're not gonna like yeah um, yeah no like, i i do the same thing i've also reached a place where there are certain movies that I love that I can't see how anybody wouldn't love them, but they're not, they're not for. So mm. I've, I've reached a place where like, I want to expand people's horizons. I'm like, this is mm -hmm. the sort of thing you like. Let's take it a step further. Okay. Mm. Uh, stick with me a little bit. You know, like it's, it's, it's something it's different. You'll have to, you know, uh, but yeah, we've reached a point now where my family, if I recommend a movie, they're like, but will we like it? <laughs> wow yeah and i'm like i i think uh, you should you know <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean that's how I, that's how I go about it but um mm. no like I, i'm like i i typically it's always funny whenever you know i'm like what what kind of movie are you looking for and they're like oh you know something funny i'm like uh, have you seen after hours by martin scorsese <laughs> Wow, I don't know. I don't know if that's the recommendation for something no, funny. It is funny. It is, it is strange. Funny. It is funny. Uh, no, that's, that's the thing is that I'll always be like, nah, probably not that. Maybe like Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Zac Efron and Adam Devine. You know, you down for that? Uh, and they're like, yeah, sure, that sounds fun. Um, I'm like, fuck. Wow. I love that movie though. No hate. Love, love Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Super funny. Uh, we need those movies. We oh, you do. Movies. You absolutely do. There's, there's got, there's got to be some, some levity. A levity in the mix, I think, because I think you just got to watch some shitters every once in a while. I watched a uh, House Bunny the other day. Um, House Bunny. House, House Bunny. It's uh, Anna Faris, oh, Emma Bunny. Stone. Anna oh, Faris okay. plays a former Playboy model who gets kicked out of the Playboy Mansion. Um, uh, oh no! Terrible movie. Fucking hilarious. Love it. Oh. You know what Kat I'm saying? Cat Dennings is in there as well. Cat Dennings, Little, yes. Little Darcy. Yes, indeed. Um, uh, Colin Hanks. Um, okay. Fun one. Super fun. Uh, formative on my 11-year-old brain. Yeah, Very formative on Hefner. my 11-year-old brain. Hugh Hefner uh, is in there. Wow. Hugh Hefner is in there. Uh, okay. The funny himself. fucking movie. Recommend if you're looking for fun, something fucking stupid. Super fun. Uh, there we go. At the end <laughs> of the... Um, I, I don't yeah. even remember name of the movie that you just uh said something uh, house about... bunny oh oh yes i guess that one oh, the zach efron one the wedding oh something mike and wedding. dave need wedding dates i actually wedding. really like that movie oh, that okay. one's uh okay anna kendrick aubrey plaza really mm -hmm. the highlights of the movie there um yeah okay. no that one's that one's fucking hilarious sam richardson love sam richardson oh. but uh we're closing it on on fincher already Fincher, um, the book is closed. The book is closed on Fincher, and we open a new one with Michael Mann next week. And I'm so very excited to dig into his filmography. Is this will be the most interesting, most interesting one yet for me? Mostly, mm. um, I'm I've watched three Michael Mann movies, and we will be covering those three Michael Mann movies. Um, mm. but I feel like it's the first one we're coming into where you're largely unfamiliar with all their work. Oh, I've, yeah, I've seen zero. Yeah. Um, I'm like, with, seen... with the other five we've done, you've been familiar with them in some yeah. capacity. Like, you've at least mm -hmm. heard of them, you know? Not like... Uh, yeah. 
Michael Mann will be the first one where I feel like we're really, really expanding the horizons here mm-hmm. uh, beyond. Miami um, Vice is the only one where I have any sort of idea of right. what the movie. I just that's the I just have an idea of that movie, and that's it. Mm. Um, so yeah, no, it'll be a fun one. I'm I'm excited for the Michael Mann project. We're gonna start with Thief next week, starring James Caan. Uh, after that, we'll head to Manhunter, um, a Hannibal Lecter movie, which I didn't realize, um, but that's cool. Um, we'll head to Heat after that, starring Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Val Kilmer. Um, after that, we'll go to Collateral, starring Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. And we'll round out the anticipatory pod with Miami Vice, starring uh, Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx. And that'll be in anticipation of Ferrari at the end of the year. Got a got a great quote from Adam Driver recently. I don't know if you saw that uh, press, like a... Mm-hmm. audience Q&A screening of Ferrari Mm-mm. where someone calls the crash scenes uh, to them uh, crude uh, something else and a bit cheesy. Uh, he's he's asking Adam Driver, he's like, what do you think about the crash scenes coming off a little crude uh, and, you know, a little cheesy for me? Uh, and he's taking a drink of water and Adam Driver goes, fuck you, I don't know. Um, <laughs> wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. Love the guy. Love yeah, that he, answer. He's I like, guess fuck he, you. He I don't know. Any say in that whatsoever, you know. Yeah, uh, like probably. you're just you're just telling me you didn't like something that I don't really have anything to do with in what the movie. What are your thoughts of me not liking this in the movie? Thought, you know. Fuck fuck you. I don't know. Uh, got to love that. L- loved that response. It was incredible. But uh yeah, so we got a lot to look forward to. I'm so very excited to, uh, for Ferrari and that is our next that's our next up in terms of what we're anticipating. And then we're going to take a little bit of a break after that. Uh, let 2024 start to unfold, see where things are landing, and we'll see from there. But it'll be a nice, you know, our first set of three being Wes Anderson, Nolan, Greta Gerwig. Second set being Scorsese, David Fincher, Michael Mann. Feeling very, very happy with what oh, yeah. we've set up here. The director spotlight has become mm. probably my favorite project we've done. Um, mm-hmm. This was the 32nd. Very- 32nd movie or short film that we've covered in that okay. project. Okay. Um, wow, look at that. That's more than I would have thought. Uh, almost as many as the fucking comic book project this year. Um, dang. Wow. That is taking which is over. Nuts. Yeah. Um, um, okay. I guess we have doubled up sometimes. Hasn't just been. Yeah, we've um, done two a week for Wes Anderson and, and, uh, uh, Scorsese so that that definitely helped but uh yeah it'll it'll end up being 37 movies 38 movies covered wow. in the director spotlight for 2023 which is very 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 satisfying I'm very happy with it um, but in the meantime we're also going to continue our comic book movie journey through film this Friday with uh Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight where we'll be joined mm-hmm. by Claire De Janeiro to discuss what many consider the greatest superhero film of all time um, and I'm so very, very excited for that. Uh, we will continue Game of Thrones, our rewatch of it on Monday. Winter is blooming. I uh, will continue with season six, episode three next week. And I'm so very excited for that. We're heating up. We're heating up. We're getting close to the end there. Um, and it'll, it's going to be a lot of fun, you know? Uh, mm. but yeah, we got a uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash Penny Bloom pod. 
where recently me and Joe did some, you know, storytelling. We're also going to do something later today. I saw the Marvels yesterday and Loki just came to an end. So we're going to do a little MCU discussion. Uh, we don't do a lot of that on the main show anymore, but uh, Patreon, we, you know, that's where you know, it's, it's, it's where this podcast found its basis. You know, mm-hmm. it started as a Star Wars MCU nerd shit podcast and it's evolved quite a bit. We still got a little bit of that. You know, we got the comic book movie project. We still got the Game of Thrones We're trying to expand the horizons, man. It's good to like, it's good to like a lot of stuff. It's good to like a lot of stuff. And, uh, I love, I loved the Marvels. So we'll be, doc- we'll talk about that on patreon.com slash penny bloom pod. If you would head to Twitter, follow at penny bloom pod, follow on Instagram at penny bloom podcast. Uh, if you'd like something that I'd like y'all to do is, uh, head to, head to letterboxd and follow our, at, follow at penny bloom pod. Um, made a giant list of every movie we've ever covered uh, with links to every episode and everything. So if you're trying to get a nice, well-laid-out template of a guide through the podcast's history as far as movie coverage is concerned, it's a great place to do it. Uh, Letterboxd, one of, one of my favorite apps. I spend way too much time on it. Um, but yeah, remember to keep downloading. Uh, it's been a good, been a good... Good couple months. We are so very, very close, and I anticipate by the time this episode comes out, we will have reached the year-long goal. Um, mm. As wow. it's it's only a few away now, but uh, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for you know we came into this year with an all-time total of ten thousand five hundred and thirty-one downloads from the beginning of the podcast to the beginning of twenty twenty-three, December thirty-first, twenty twenty-two. Uh, and this year we have gotten that amount of downloads and then some. So been a good fucking year, been a great fucking year. And I'm so very happy. And we did it in half as many episodes, which is very, very cool. Um, I'm yes, very so. happy with that. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, with that, we will conclude the Fincher spotlight on the Penny Bloom pod. I am Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It is always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And of those who like to put their faith in the inherent goodness of mankind, I have to ask, based on what exactly?